Tanya for the 17th of Mark Cheshvan, the first of story. The famous Chassid Rabbi Yol Khan, his father was named was Fala Khan, Rafal Nachman Khan. And he, as a young child, had a close friend who he learned in Tamkhetsman with. And then the, the friend went, you know, in his own path away from Judaism and, and it bothered him a lot. And when his son made his way to New York in 1950, after the, well, he ended up arriving after the passing of the previous Rebbe, but before the Rebbe had, the seventh Rebbe had accepted the leadership, his father asked him, could you go to the Rebbe and, and ask, um, like, a bracha, could you, that if he's, or, or find out if he's going to, you know, return at some point, because it really bothered him that his friend had, you know, entirely left the, the, the ways of Torah. So in those days, people could just knock on the Rebbe's door and walk right in. And so that's what Rabiel did. Rabiel went to the, the Rebbe's door. The Rebbe wasn't officially the, the leader of Chabad, let's call it. He knocked on the door and the Rebbe let him in. And he told him, he said the story. And the, he mentioned his father's close friend who had, you know, long ago left the paths of Torah. And the Rebbe asked him, how old is this friend? And Rabiel started calculating. You know, he started trying to work out how old does a friend be? And the Rebbe stopped him. And the Rebbe said, the reason I'm asking is... Because I want to know, did your friend ever see, when the, free, when the previous Rebbe of Chabad went to Israel, went to go visit Israel, did he see the previous Rebbe? Did the, did the previous Rebbe see him? And the Rebbe all said, yeah, that, that, that I know. That when, that, like he's old enough for that. So the, so the Rebbe told him, if that's the case, then eventually he's going to do Shuvah. He's going to return to Hashem at some point. And that's exactly what happened. This, this friend at some point did end up returning to, to Terimitsis. The Tanya we're dealing with right now is letter number 28. And letter number 28 is talking about the greatness of the passing of Sadiq. What happens when the Sadiq passes away? And the Alter Rebbe yesterday asked the question, why do we compare the passing of a Tzadik, in this case Miriam in the Torah, but why do we compare the passing of a Tzadik, a righteous person, to the bringing of a, of a sin, um, not a sin, a paraduma, the red cow uh, um, ceremony, instead of an actual carbon, instead of an actual sacrifice, like a sin sacrifice that happens inside the base of the If both of them remove sin, then why is it that that it's been compared to a red cow ceremony, which only you know brings people from purity? And yesterday we started the explanation by explaining the great power that the red cow ceremony has over a regular carbon. And Simply put, uh, the ceremony, uh, the the sacrifice in the base Hamikdash is connected with the origin of animals. When you bring an animal, you connect with the origin in the spiritual worlds of animals, which is the second world, the world of Bria, which the uh, the the throne of glory is. The red cow ceremony, on the other hand, connects to Chachma, which is the highest of the world of Atzilus, and. In that itself, it connects the Kessel, which is higher than the entire system itself. So when a person does the red cow ceremony, they're tapping into a much greater level. And as you can imagine, if we're comparing the passing of a tzaddik, we're comparing the passing of a tzaddik to a much higher level, as we're going to explain today. It is known. The Abba is a, is a Kabbalistic reference to Chachma Matzilos. And where does Chachma Matzilos get its energy from? It's the first starting point of, of, of the system with which God created the world. It's a, 
the highest level of the highest world. But where does it get its energy from? Remember, it doesn't come, it's not just created in a void, or maybe it is actually literally in a void. But the point is, it has to get its energy from somewhere. It gets its energy from what's called the eighth muzzle, which means in the 13 um, um, attributes of God, which is higher than the system itself, the eighth one, Noitza Chesed, is where it comes from. And it comes from Noitza Chesed, which is the eighth one, which, which um, is a reference to Ratzin, which is higher than the system, Keser. But also Ratzin means favor, divine favor, which means mo- there are moments of divine favor. There's moments of divine favor it come from a... a, a uh, again, divine favor by, by by extension of what it means means it's something high. You know, someone deserving, not not deserving. The divine favor says, "Okay, I'm coming anyway." That's higher than the system or logic or chachamah etzilos etc. But who One of these auspicious moments—that's a, a good translation—is uh, when a tzaddik passes away. It's an auspicious moment because it's a combination of a, of a, of a power, powerful, intense light that was inside this world. And when a tzaddik passes away, this level of ratzain, this auspicious moment starts to shine. Why? Because at Sadiq, at the end of his life, he served Hashem for however long he lived, had an incredibly productive and powerful life, and then at the culmination, and served Hashem drawing down this energy during the reading of Shema, during the mitzvahs, and during the Mayer Shachas and Mincha throughout his life. The culmination of it all, it's, it's, it's the pinnacle of it all, and this is being. This creates an extremely auspicious moment with the passing of Sadik. The chaim Talmud Torah, the chacham the chacham especially as Talmud Torah, which comes from chacham itself. By yedei zeh hayu nimshachem yoyd mechinas mayin nukvin mayin dechulin mitik mitikun v'neisah chesed v'heim heim hamiinus mechinas gila bepetirasan. What happens is when the Sadik passes away in that moment of his passing, what he does is he draws down an incredible, powerful energy. Down into this world. Like we said yesterday, when a person does something in this world, it creates an incredible reaction above. It's like feminine waters going upwards, drawing down masculine waters down. Now, how far how far high it goes and how and how strong of a response comes back down differs depending on the person, depending on the scenario, depending on what's going on, depending on what time it is, etc. There are certain more auspicious times, there's certain more auspicious people, there's certain more auspicious occurrences, and these they they they're factors in the intensity of the light that shines down at tzaddik at the end of his life, and a tzaddik who serves Hashem with such intensity throughout his life builds it up to such an incredible climax that when he passes away, the light that he draws down isn't regular light anymore. It's something else entirely different, something so much beyond the regular system of this world. He's drawing down from the eighth level of the thirteen. Um, the the let's call it the beard of God, even though well, of course it's not a literal beard, but this the eighth level is the level of of auspiciousness, and this draws down incredible uh, um, power from way beyond the actual system of of what we call in Kabbalistic terminology sedishnashus. <laughs> That all the, the we, it's known that when a person works throughout his life, 
all of it in a hidden way comes down in a revealed way and radiates, it shines down into this world when he passes away. And there's many stories talking about the passing of a tzaddik and the, the incredible radiation that occurs at that passing of a tzaddik. Hashem Ayachai is a classic example. But the, 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 it comes to what might be hidden throughout the tzaddik's life and all those famous stories of the, of the hidden tzaddikim as well. It comes down in a revealed way with the passing of the tzaddik. Through the this shining of this bright light when the tzaddik passes away, what happens is that this incredible light it doesn't just it doesn't just stay and do nothing. It fixes and corrects and gives incredible salvation to the people of that generation because the tzaddik passes away culminating and, cli and climaxing from all the incredible energy throughout his life. And that light now comes into this world, a light far beyond the regular parameters of this world. And then, and it corrects and fixes and get rid gets rid of sins of that generation. And says, to such a degree as this light have a power that regularly, regularly speaking, a person can't fix pure negativity. The passing of a tzaddik has the ability to do that. That things that are actually pure negativity, things that couldn't be elevated otherwise, the tzaddik's passing has that incredible ability to bring light into everything, including into, including fixing the deep negativity that otherwise couldn't be fixed in any other way. A person can't have a pig and make a bracha and an elevator, so there's nothing to be done. What happens is that the origin of all the negativity in this world actually comes from a higher location than the regular things in this world. But because of that, it's, it's impossible for us to elevate it in the traditional way. But as we mentioned, can't make a bracha and elevate a pig. But with the passing of a tzaddik, he's triggering a response from far beyond, higher than the system that God used to create the world. And what happens as a response to that is this energy comes into this world and fix, because it's that energy comes from the same location where the negativity originally came from, what happens is that energy is able to fix itself. And it, 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 the, the breaking of the vessels, that all that, that negativity that, that occurred as a response to that, a topic of its own, but it's able to be lit up by the tzaddik's passing. Masha'en came to Kabanas. So this is all in regards to um, the tzaddik's passing and in regards to the red heifer, the, the red cow ceremony, the paradorma ceremony, which also has the ability to, to purify someone that had contact with dead, as we're going to mention. The, those two things, there's a, there's, a, there's a connection between them. And that's the reason why the para Duma ceremony is mentioned right next to Miriam's passing because the connection between them is so obvious that it's, it's unlike a regular carbon which only goes so high, both the passing of Tzadik and the para Duma are both able to go so much beyond the system, fixing up things that traditionally can't be fixed. But actual sacrifices on, on the Mizbeach. A person can't do an, a purposeful sin and then say, oh, I want to fix it up and do a, a, bring a carbon, bring a sacrifice. So you did a purposeful sin. The, a sacrifice on the Mizbeach, a, um, a sacrifice in the base of Migdash only fixes accidents. Because there's an accident. Okay, fine. Now you bring a carbon to Hashem. But something that, that isn't, um, that's something that someone did on purpose, there's no carbon for that. And this is only this is fixing something within the system. This is something where the 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 
the gray matter, the, the negativity that has potential to be positivity. And a person made an accident, now you can fix it up and redirect that energy back to its correct state. So the altar finishes off and says like this, that this is the reason why the Paraduma ceremony, the red heifer ceremony, and the passing of a tzaddik is put together because the, the effect of both of them are, are alike. They're both doing the same type of thing as we just mentioned above. And therefore, they're both mentioned together. And remember, this letter is a response to Reverend Levi's competition who lost his son, who was a big tzaddik, and the altar was comforting him and I guess explained to him what's going on when a tzaddik passes away and how how much light and goodness there is despite of, I guess, the deep sorrow that, that a person might, might be feeling. Thank you so much for joining the Tanya Times.